G'day, g'day, and welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast. We are here for another episode of Frontline Fathers, which is about finding out what makes first response workers tick and what type of fathers they are. Maybe you came for the dad vice, but you're probably not going to get that here, so stick around for the shit daddery. Either way, we hope you hear some good ideas on how to make your fatherhood journey better. We're here with Matt Holzigal, our long endearing sponsor and absolute legend of a dad. How you going, Matty? Good day, mate. Yeah, good, man. Thanks for coming on uh, again. So what's this, number three? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, number nice. Yeah. So anyone who uh, hasn't heard Maddie's episode, go back and listen to, I think it's episode 17 or 18. If it was about getting rich, my family would have gone hungry. Fantastic episode, fantastic story. And uh, we, we can't express our gratitude enough, Maddie, with uh, for the all the work you guys have done for us in the background, keeping us afloat. Um, and as of course, Smashing Fibers is unfortunately uh, closing its doors in how long now? Two days? End of the month, mate. End yeah. of the month, righto, sweet as. So yeah, if uh, well, not sweet as that sucks, but uh, what what are we still trying to get rid of, mate? Are we uh, well, we've still got a bit of uh, a bit of stock in some areas, mate. So look, we are moving uh, quite a bit of it, but um, we've got you know a little bit of the women's range left and a little bit of the men's gear, so. Look, it, essentially we'll be shutting up shop at the end of the month, but, um, you know, if people are still interested in the gear, um, we'll still have our social media running, so anyone's welcome to just reach out to us, um, you know, in a private message yep. um, on either Instagram or Facebook and, and uh, let us know what they're looking for. And if we've got something there, still we'll be able to help them out. So. Awesome. And anyone who knows the Shit Dad podcast knows that um, we really love the Smashing Fibers brand and also the, the workout gear, which is I, I don't train in anything except the uh, essential tea and those, what are the, those short, the hectic shorts, the purple and grey ones? Yeah, the ones? granite. The yep. granite shorts. Granite that, that's my yep. go-to workout wear now. So, um, yeah, they're a company pair of shorts, mate. That's it, eh? So anyone who has loved what we've done, um, loves the Shit Dad podcast, then uh, get on board and, and help Smashing Fibers out, clear out the stock um, as a bit of a thank you for everything they've done for us. But Thanks, let's... Mate. And just, just quickly too, sorry, mate. If yeah. anyone is interested too, what we will probably be doing um, carrying on is uh, a little bit of a, a commercial side of things. So if anyone's got any corporate gear that they'd like to look at, um, business that they might do any promotional gear for, um, yeah, please reach out, mate. We'll be able to help with that, with that sort of stuff as well. That's good to know. Awesome. Yeah. Any uh, indoor soccer teams or anything like that coming up? We can certainly we can certainly help with that sort of thing, mate. <laughs> awesome. All right, now we've got the housekeeping out of the way. Uh, <laughs> let's let's get into a bit of the uh, the frontline father stuff, Maddie. Um, so basically, what I've been doing with the frontline fathers is seeing how um, our police, ambos, firefighters, everything, everyone ticks as a father. So um, because we've heard your story before, I've just got a, a couple of things that. It'd be interesting to find out. So if you don't know Matt, he's a uh, firefighter of three years, is it? Uh, it's coming up two, mate. My second anniversary, yeah. So actually my second anniversary on the trucks, yeah. So Awesome. Um, How's it feel as a mature-age student? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, mate, I've been used to being a mature-age student. I, I got my uni degree when I was 40, so... <laughs> um, oh, there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. Yeah, but... <laughs> no, no. Uh, a little big change, but um, loving every minute of it, mate. Yeah. Nice. How do you? What, where do you go from greys? Like when you when you're fully stressed out with studies, like if you've already grey, where do you go from there? Bald. Completely bald, mate. Yep. Yeah, which okay. is where I'm at now. You so, are bald. Um, oh, good. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so it was a pretty quick and easy transition <laughs> for me. 
Awesome. <laughs> just on that too, just quickly, if anyone's out there is, is interested to know how the uh, the hair growth pills go and if they've ever been looking at anything like that, there's a lot of them around at the moment. Oh, Smashing uh, Fibers bringing out them. a new a new new thing. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did try them and uh, and I tried it for 12 months and they worked that well uh, that I got that sick of going back to the hairdresser and getting a haircut that I, <laughs> I stopped taking them and I just went back to being bald again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have to bring. There you go. You have to streamline it. Uh, do some research and bring out some uh, smashing hair growth. That's for sure. <laughs> smashing hair, growth, <laughs> smashing locks. Yeah. <laughs> what do you love about being a firefighter, Matty? Um, oh, mate, I think it's just the probably the camaraderie, like the, the sort of just the, the you know around station, um, being a part of a crew, um, you know, and, and everyone that I've sort of worked with on these ships at the because I mean I move around a bit still, obviously being a junior. Um, I sort of get an opportunity to work at a lot of different stations, which is fantastic for me. Um, I really enjoy it. And, and everyone that I sort of got to work with on B-Shift so far has been great, mate. It's, you know, you, you made it feel very welcome, part of a team or part of a family, really. Um, so that side of it, for one, is is, um, is amazing. Um, and and obviously, I mean, I don't, you know, trying to sound too cliche, but this is just getting to help people, mate. You know, being a part of the community and, and just being able to do something that I feel makes a difference to people um, is probably the most rewarding side of it. That seems sure. like the common thread uh, with a lot of emergency service workers that I've spoken to over the years, just the, the love of helping people and um, and f- maybe not so much feeling needed, but, you know, you definitely um, you, you get that look when you're, when you're walking into a, a scene that some, everyone else is running away from. It's, um, it's, a, it's a different yeah, feeling, isn't just, it? Yeah, and just to know that maybe, you know, some part of, what we're able to do um, is able, you know, is hopefully we're able to make that person's day just a little bit better in probably what's, you know, a quite a crappy situation, you know. So um, I guess that's a nice feeling to be able to think that we can do that, you know. Definitely. Uh, it's good without going into too much details as well. So you'd see some pretty mm. gnarly stuff. But um, yeah. how do you use the work-life balance to your advantage? So we've got the, the shift work. How do you use that to your advantage at home with the kids? Um, as far as, yeah, like with the way that our work roster works, um, or you mean just as far as what we encounter with work? or No, we'll get, we'll get to that side of things, but, yeah, definitely the rostering side of things, yeah. Yeah, look, that's been a massive change for me, mate. I mean, I come out of a work um, environment that was, you know, sort of a heavy corporate environment, so, you know, um, upper management and very time poor um you know i spent a lot of time away from my kids and um so coming into the fire service um that work-life balance was a very big change and um just getting to you know the amount of time i get to be home with my kids now um is amazing you know i just i get to see a lot more i get to be present um you know at school events um you know get to take them and support them at sporting events um you know it's yeah, that's been a massive change for us. Um, and I think my wife's even correct <laughs> having me around a bit more too. Uh, <laughs> I don't seem to annoy her as much as, anywhere near as much as I thought I was going to. Oh, wow. Yeah, mate, no, it's been great. <laughs> and uh, what what would your probably go-to um, like quality time be with the kids, you reckon, now that you've got so much more time with them? Oh, mate, I, it, I think it's just being present, you know, like actually just being there in, in a sense of being able to... Like today, you know, perfect example, wake up in the morning, my boy sort of says, oh, you know, can we go to the bike track? Um, and I'm like, yeah, sure, we can. You know what I mean? Like, we've, I've sort of done a couple of things around the house and let's go. I yeah. mean, you want to do that? Let's go do that, you know. Um, 
dropped my kids to work, dropped my daughter off to work this morning, um, you know, at the cafe she works at. Yeah, nice, okay. Um, just those little things, you yeah. know, and you get to have that time in the car with her up to, you know, it's a 15-minute drive up there to drop her off. We get to have a chat one-on-one. Mm. Um, same when I pick her up. You know, those sorts of things. They're just, um, they're nice moments that you get to have that you kind of, you miss when you're not there, and but you also can, I guess, take for granted when you were there all the time, you know, and you don't sort of appreciate them. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm still at that stage now where it's so new for me still, as far as being more present, that I'm I'm still really appreciating those moments, I guess, which is nice. That's great. And as you know, after a busy night shift or um, maybe a night shift that you've been to a pretty gnarly job, how does that affect your mood um, at home the next day and how do you sort of get around it? My wife sort of said initially that she thought maybe there was a couple of times where... I seemed a bit stressed when I got home mm. um, or a little bit short. I didn't really notice it too much, but um, but I certainly have become a little bit more mindful of it. You know, if I've come off a bit of a night shift, it's been a bit rough or, yeah, we've had a couple of, um, you know, rough days where we've sort of seen a couple of things. Um, I kind of just trying to be more mindful of it, mate. Um, but I'm getting better at it now too um, as I sort of get into the job in being able to sort of compartmentalise those things and... Um, and understand when I'm at work and when I'm at home. And I think we're lucky in the fire service too. Like we have access to pretty good support networks, and yeah. and I think that's what also going back to what I was saying earlier about you know really enjoying being part of a good crew. Yeah. Um, you know that side of things I've found is is fantastic within the fire service. You know the crews are great, mate. Everyone sort of gets around, has a good chat after an incident, and really sort of you know chatted out, which I, I think is super helpful. Mm. Um, but yeah, mate. I, I, and look, I'm lucky too, as far as my family unit goes. You know, my wife is very um, mindful of those sorts of things too. So if I get home and she feels like I'm a little bit stressed or it's been a bit of a rough night, um, she'll do her best to give me the opportunity to sort of go and have a nap and sort of sleep it off. And we'll have a chat, you know. Um, mm. We don't go into too much detail, obviously. No, of course. But, um, yeah. And the kids, that's a balance I'll sort of be trying to be fine with the kids too, mate. Like I'd... Because you know, they're all excited. Oh, Dad's a new job. Dad's a fireman now, and you know he's doing all this. You know, what are you doing? Is it you know? And um, and they'll be sort of asking me stuff as well. You know, oh, what did you do? What job did you get? You know, and I'm sort of like having to try and find that balance between, mm. um, you know, how much I talk about stuff with them and and how much I sort of just sort of brush it off or whatever, or sort of brush over it. Yeah. Um, it's but, funny you um, mentioned that as yeah, well mate. with the um, the the services we get at like to deal with uh, the mental strain um, of some of the things we see. It's like the equivalent of – because ours is the peer support program really is our main one. But um, mm. it's it's really similar to if you were to give your mate a call if you were really feeling down or f- really feeling something wrong. Like it's mm. it's the equivalent of just chatting to a mate really because they're, they're all fireys in the peer support program. So you're just yep. chatting to a mate about what you do. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, also too, because they've, you know, been there and done that, they they get it. Yeah. So it's, um, there's a good, they were always starting from a good point of reference, I guess, you know, which is helpful. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know if I answered your question, mate. Or I just no, you did. No, it's a, how did it affect your home life? You basically just, uh, you, you've learned to compartmentalise and um, if, if the missus realises, she gives you a bit of space and lets you sleep it off and things. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely yep. making sure. Yeah, the kids sure. are getting pretty good with that too, you know. I'm, I'm lucky that my kids are sort of getting older now, mate, so they pick up on cues a little bit better too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, I think as a team, as a family unit, we, we sort of, you know, we all sort of get through it pretty well. So. Oh, that's good. 
Um, yeah, nice. Well, that's. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to how you fire dad? Are they all? Are they they're all really fired. proud? You were saying before but that they're all like, "Oh, dad's a fire. How good is that?" Yeah. Do you, have you yeah, yeah, taken yeah. them to the fire station yet and, and run them around the track? I have, mate. Yeah, so I've taken my boy in with a couple of his mates. Um, actually, the morning before we had our um, our annual uh, sports day, the, the 9-11 commemorative day, yeah. um, I took him in to, to uh, Bourbon Gary. And, yeah, we, we went in there and the boys had a bit of a look around the trucks and um, and around the station. And uh, my mate, you know, took, took two, of his, two of his mates in that morning. They were wrapped, mate. I thought it was great. Um, and I've, I've taken my boy and the two girls into to Roma Street, and they've had a bit of a look around there, and the bigger station with a couple of different appliances, types of appliances. So, nice. yeah, no, it's, it's been good. That that sort of part of it, I think they really enjoy as well. Awesome. And uh, finally, with the dad advice side of things, Matty, um, would would you have any any dad advice to any civilians that like have similar life, so you maybe don't have a job or they they work shift work and uh, aren't really coping so well with um, with coming home off a night shift or they're, like they're, they're struggling with mental stress or anything like that and they're sort of noticing it and taking it out on their families a little bit. Do you have any advice for them? Mate, I, I think I think communication is probably the key with it all. You know, like just trying to, um, just trying to sort of create a, a really open environment of communication um, as far as just being able to discuss your feelings or being able to, you know, honestly communicate with your partner and your kids and like vice versa just you know if you are feeling a bit off or you're not feeling great that day or and just all being able to be understanding of each other's um you know mood or Mm. or or feelings and understand where everyone's at as individuals that day and probably just being considerate um and trying to give the you know each other as individuals the space or the courtesy they need um you know the time they need to just sort of work which or whatever they might be working through on that particular day. We had some really um, good dad advice from um, from a previous guest, Ben, um, who is also a firefighter, and he mentioned that his boys didn't really understand when he got home, and he like he just wasn't in it. He just didn't want to be there, all that, um, and he just had to sit him down and be like, he started sitting him down and saying, "Boys, dad's just had a rough one. I'm not feeling really good. Just being honest, like, but not not yeah. being, getting, like dumbing it down completely, but just saying, look, boys." I just need some dad time. Give me 30 yep. minutes of dad time. I'll just regather my thoughts, be a bit positive about it and like regather yep. my thoughts and when when I've when I finish dad time, I'm I'm all yours and we'll go do yeah. so and so, you know? And that yeah, I've, I've and tried that, that with my kids and that's kind of what I do with my kids, mate, to yeah. be honest. You yeah, know, nice. something very similar to that. Mm. Perfect. And likewise, they do it with us too, you know? Um, and I think it works pretty well. That's good. Mine just yells at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, don't worry. Before long, you'll be at a point where they won't want to talk to you at all. Oh, I don't want that. Yeah, no, I don't want to wish it away too <laughs> soon. <laughs> I did a room. I can't wait. I was doing TikTok for four hours. You, you still on TikTok time. <laughs> oh, it's gold. Hey, uh, and you have any more shit dad stories or just stories of what's happened to you this week, mate? Ah, uh, not really, mate. I, Fucking hell, Matty. What's counting on you for a shit dad story? Um, I beat my boy again in a one-on-one game of basketball. I've actually become really comfortable <laughs> with beating my 12-year-old son in sporting, yeah, nice. sporting competitions now, which is great. So, you got to knock him down a few um, pegs, eh? Yeah, I used to let him win a lot of stuff, but now I'm quite happy just to rip in and bowl, give him a bit of chin music when we're playing cricket or <laughs> just have a few three-pointers in and just walk away from a game of horse. A few bounces. <laughs> right on top. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Over the top in the basketball? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. 
<laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> oh, that's superb. How good is that? Well, mate, um, that's I think we've achieved what we want to achieve with that. The uh, the frontline fathers. We've uh, we've sort of found out what makes you tick and some of the strategies you use to to mitigate your uh, your anger or um, the stress at home, which is really good. Do you have any sort of things that you do refresh us on your your physical and mental um, strategies as well? That when you get, when you're feeling stressed out, mate. Yeah, physical fitness is a really big part of of that for me. So. Um you know, I will generally sort of mix my um, fitness up between a bit of cycling, um, a bit of swimming and, and gym work, sort of cardio stuff. Um, I kind of rotate between those few things. Um, a couple of the other boys on B-Shift are sort of dragging me into um, doing a triathlon next year. So I'm, I've sort of been trying to prepare that myself for that, um, which will be exciting. It's the first time I've ever done that. So um, for me, at the moment, and that's a big part of my mental health, mate, and, and playing football, obviously, soccer. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I do that. All of those things to keep me sort of where I need to be mentally and, and physically. But, yeah, they're probably the big ones. Um, and I've started coaching my boys' soccer team. Well, I did it last year, but I've signed up to do that again because I really enjoyed that. I thought that was um, really helpful as well. It was just gave me another something else to focus on yeah, um, okay. and, and sort of commit to. And, and obviously being able to contribute to those boys, um, you know, in their football development, I found really, really rewarding as well. So... I'll be doing that again next year too. So, that's yeah, awesome. those, those are the sort of main things for me, mate. Can I add in on that, Matt? Um, so that's amazing. That's such a good good way of going about it. But when um, that seems to be a common thread as well, not only with frontline workers but our guests in general, is uh, they sort of distract themselves. Um, and sometimes you can distract yourself so far that you're sort of distracting yourself from from an underlying issue that needs addressing. Um, mm. So if there is that issue there, I'll, I'll sort of reach out to everyone um, to, sorry, to, yeah, just get everyone to reach out. Like it, there's no shame in reaching out and saying, fuck, I need help with this. I, I want to distract myself but also at the same time we need to address this because that's not going to end well, you know? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely have the distractions but, yeah, address what needs to, to be addressed. Yeah, took, took me a while to get there but I got there. <laughs> yeah, no, mate, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, I think that's and that comes back to having the right people around you too. That you know, that honest communication, being able to notice when something probably is going on, mm. um, you know, pick up on the cues and, and being able to discuss it, you know, openly and honestly. I think it's important. Yeah. Have you had to do that with any of your co-workers yet? Um, not with my co-workers so much at this point. Um, you know, we just sort of had the general chats around the table after an incident. Yeah. Um, but no, I haven't had to do it in the sense that felt like. You know, any one of us was um, probably, you know, struggling. Yeah, um, and no one sort of had to do that with me at this stage. But, um, but look, mate, I think by all means, I mean, if, it was, if I was in that situation and I felt like I could help one of my, you know, one of my co-workers, one of my mates by doing that, I, I definitely would. Yeah, nice. That's good. Thanks, Heath, Matty. I really appreciate you coming on to Frontline Fathers. That wraps up another episode, mate. And, um... No worries. <laughs> Once no, again. Mate, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on and, and all the best with the podcast. Um, yeah, um, you know, I hope you guys continue on, mate. You're doing great work. And, uh, you know, I'm just sorry we couldn't continue on with, with Smashing Fibers. But, um, you know, in the future we might we might have a rebirth or something else and, um, you know, get back on board in some way. That'd be awesome, Matty. And uh, we've, uh, we've appreciated everything you've done and hopefully our listeners can get on board and help you guys uh, sell out the rest of your stock. Thanks, mate. Appreciate awesome. it. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you soon. 
All right, mate. Have a good Christmas. You too, pal. See you later. And that is Matt Holzigal, um, our, our dad who was on episode 17. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, get back and listen to um, if it was a get, about getting rich, my family would have gone hungry. And that wraps up another episode of Frontline Fathers. Thanks again for stopping in and hearing about how our frontline workers tick and what makes them great dads. Um, and don't forget, we have our Shit Dad podcast t-shirt still going uh, like hotcakes, so they're only 20 bucks. So get in, uh, in touch at shitdadpod on Instagram and hit us up for some T-shirts. Uh, we got black and charcoal and they are really nice fit shirts. Um, so you pay your 20 bucks uh, plus $10 postage and handling <coughs> and uh, you guys can get a killer shirt and get about town in some shit daddery. So until next week, this has been Frontline Fathers for the kids. <laughs> <laughs>